Today's Avsmasech is Eirivin Datsarikei, Baruch Hashem. We've arrived at another new parak. This one, the final stop in our journey through Masechus Eirivin and broadly the world of Hilchos Shabbos. The first Mishnah brings us into the intersection of Hilchos Tfilin, the laws of Tfilin, and the laws of Shabbos. If one finds Tfilin outside the city on Shabbos, and there's Tfilin are in danger of being lost or damaged, destroyed, they may be brought in on Shabbos. The way that it's done is by putting them on the Yad, putting them on the Rosh, and then carrying them in as they sit on one's body. Rabbi Gamliel permitted even two pairs at once, so long as they are not brand new pairs. They have to be worn out if you used tefillin, otherwise it won't work. The uh, um, Because a brand new pair, the issue with the brand new pair is that people might not actually think they're real tefillin. They might actually... They might not be real tefillin, you won't know, and you're picking them up, you have to know what you're picking up. Therefore, what could they be otherwise? It could be an amulet, and this would be something that wouldn't be permitted to carry on Shabbos. So this, so this halacha is brought in Hilchos Shabbos, Marachayim, Simen Shin Aleph, Membez. Now the reason why we don't wear tefillin on Shabbos, we'll get into in tomorrow's daf, so stay tuned. And our Gemara at the end of today's daf, going into tomorrow's daf. So daf goes into detail on this, whether Shabbos is man tefillin or not. So if one did wear tefillin on Shabbos, the proper way in Rishus Rabbim in order to rescue the tefillin from damage or theft, it's permitted because it's considered a tachshit rather than a burden, which would, would be would be prohibited. Would be a case would be prohibited to carry it. Regarding baltosif which is also discussed at more greater length in tomorrow's daf. Mishabura, Sif Katan, Kufnun Ches, says, since one is not mechavin for the mitzvah, not having it in mind, it's not going to be a problem. Comes to Mishabura in the same note, and quotes in the Magen of Ram, that if a woman finds a tefillin, she should not bring them in. And his words are, Af bederach malbush, shemikeven she'ena regil lahanicham b'yom chol, so even wearing the tefillin, in the way that one would one would dress, since women are not, it's not usual for them to put on tefillin during the week, as the Gemara was talking about, we treat it like a person's dress, like a yom chol. So for this woman, the wearing of the tefillin is going to actually be considered a burden for her. And that would be a problem for it to carry on Shabbos. So Mishabur counters and says, Some Achronim argued in the Magen of Ram that Medina de Gemara, there's no problem for, there's no prohibition for a woman to wear tefillin. But it's just not done l'chachil, it's just not what we do. Therefore, it's not a la- it's not called a burden for a woman. The Mishabura is important because it highlights that even though tefillin are time bound, the women are exempt, just as they are exempt from sitting in a sukkah or shaking a lulav, although we know that for Ashkenazim, the concept of a woman volunteering to do a mitzvah to, to get the reward for doing the mitzvah is something that even enables the woman to make a bracha over it, as opposed to the Sephardic practice. However, they are not forbidden from doing the mitzvah. The minag is that women refrain from wearing tefillin. Why it developed this way is not related to gender, but rather the fact that tefillin have a kedushas tefillin. The sanctity to tefillin requires a mental focus, which means a person is not allowed to have levity when the tefillin is on their head, to joke around, a person is not to go to sleep with their tefillin on, not to go to the bathroom, not to pass gas while wearing tefillin. It really is challenging even for men. 
and from there the poskim advance the minhag to minimize tefillin wearing time. We forgo the ideal, which is to wear tefillin all day, in order to maintain, <coughs> excuse me, to maintain kedushas tefillin. And from this came the psak of the Ramah to protest the practice of, of women who wanted to be stringent to wear tefillin. One of my colleagues, Rabbi Kenny Shaiwitz, pointed out that not every communal practice is a minhag. For example, it's not a minhag for women not to dove mincha because they're obligated to do so. There's no minhag for women not to dove marav, even though they are exempt. But when it comes to tefillin, Shulchan Aruch endorses this minhag for halachic reasons. The great caution must be used if considering changing an old minhag.